there's a lot of light within us. We all have this light. And I think what happens sometimes is that a lot of people have light within them and they just don't get to show it. They don't get to share it or it doesn't get to shine. And it reminds us that we all have special things within us. You are listening to I Love That Line. I am Lawrence Anthony. And I am Darren Marcus Robinson. We got a special May the 4th Be With You episode today. Yeah, for all the uh, Star Wars nerds. There you go. Uh, We thought, what Star Wars film do we use? And we had to go with the one that is considered the best of the franchise. Uh, Certainly one that stands out in, in a lot of people's minds. The Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, from an objective standpoint, there have been some misses, if you will. Some. Uh, well, you know. <laughs> I, I, well, I try to find the good, trying to find the gold in all the, in the mire. But um, yeah, this one been, is a not. This one's a can't miss. This is this is yeah. This is probably this is probably the best one out of at least within the original trilogy anyway. Yeah, this is a can't miss. Iconic lines toward uh, the end of the film, iconic lines in the middle. But mm-hmm. let's get into the line that we chose, one that we really love. Well, there, I think we have to also state that there are a lot of characters we could have chosen from. Um, the Star Wars True. world has mm. a lot of characters, yeah. and the writers have really, they use the script to push a lot of wisdom. So we had the pick of the lit. You know, there was a lot to choose from. I think this is the the right person and the right character to use. I I agree. Uh, agree, do yeah. you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into a line. Let's get into a line. Always with you, what cannot be done. Hear you nothing that I say. You must unlearn what you have learned. All right, I'll give it a try. No, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. So quick synopsis of the film for anyone who hasn't seen Empire Strikes Back. It is the second of the original movies that came out. Episode five titled The Empire Strikes Back. We can go through a whole bunch of lore. There's so much to catch up on. But what really matters here is that this is, I mean, the title says it all. This is, you know, in the first uh, film in episode four, titled Star Wars, A New Hope, the alliance, the good guys essentially win, the bad guys lose. So Darth Vader and his whole crew loses. And then the second film, Empire Strikes Back, is where they come back and they're going to kind of get the revenge. What I love about this film is that it has really set the template for a lot of either films or shows for what a sequel, quote-unquote sequel, is and what happens when the bad guys do come back and how everything goes wrong for the good guys, right? And I think that's kind of cool because a lot of films, you know, the good guys win at the end. By the end of this film, it's bad across the board for the good guys. And it's really cool because, you know, back when this was released, that wasn't the case. You know, you, you always left the audience going home happy. You always left everyone in a good mood and you walked out of this like all hope was gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, so really, really cool and sets a tone. So 
Yeah, that's a, a very broad synopsis. So why I love that line is because I bring this mindset to everything. I try to leave room for things to happen that are out of our control. I do leave much room from that. I get that from Grams. But I enter into everything. I think I've said this on a number of different episodes. I enter into everything with the mentality that it's going to get done. I have to do it and going to win. And when Yoda says, no, do or do not, there is no try. It's an iconic line. Mm-hmm. Some people mock it. And some people take it very seriously. But that's the mentality. You know, it's tough because I don't want to come off as this person who's intolerant of trying because I don't think you can be that way. Everything is an attempt. You're going to fail at things. That's just the way it's going to be. But I don't think that this is saying failure is not an option. I don't think that this line is saying you can't fail or not getting something done makes you a failure. I think what this line is saying is focus all your attention on achieving a goal. I think what this line is really saying is enter into something with the notion that you can do it, you must do it, and you will increase the chances of that being a success. I think what happens sometimes is people enter into something with hesitancy or, oh, I don't know if I can doubt, right? I don't know if I can do it or forget doubt. That's maybe at best and maybe at worst is I can't do it. Not I don't know if I can. I don't believe I can. I, and that I have no room for. That I don't believe in. I believe you enter into every... You've already lost the battle as far as I'm concerned. If you enter in anything. You get into a relationship. Uh, I don't know if I can do it. I don't think I can. Or get into a job. I don't know if this job's for me. I don't know if I, if I deserve it. And I don't believe that. I've said this a number of times. I think when I go in... No, I think I know when I go into something. I genuinely and firmly believe that I am meant to achieve it. I am meant to have it. It becomes manifestation. I think that's what this quote is about. I think this quote is about manifestation. And I think that's why I really love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the angle that I've taken from it as well. Effort is something that is required. And I think effort is a prerequisite for anything that you take on. Because if you half-ass something, as you said, you've already lost the battle. Uh, Why I love that line is because it reminds me that I can't, do anything halfway. And if I give something half my effort, then I'm only going to get that result. They say, you know, you get in what you put in and you get out what you put in rather. And so if you're only putting in half the cup, then what's the point? Yeah. Bro, I, I, I love that. I agree with it. And I think, you know, a lot of this comes from confidence though, right? And there are a lot of folks who are insecure. I think a lot of people doubt themselves, and I think that's normal. I don't come down on them for that. Uh, and I, I have been in that boat where I've doubted myself before too. But the reason I really just embrace this manifestation is because, you know, there are two outcomes you could possibly have, but I, I think you just increase your chances. And it's increasing your belief in yourself. It's increasing your belief that you deserve for something to uh, be acquired. and. To me, you know, a lot of people will say, well, things always work out for you. Things always fall into place. You've got a lot of luck. Mom says it all the time, you know, I've got a horse shoot up my ass. And I, I get all that. But a lot of it, sure, some of it is luck. That we know. Some things are just out of your control. They just, things fall into place. But they say l- success or luck is a preparation meeting the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And you've got to prepare for something. And so that way when that opportunity comes, you've already prepared for that particular thing and it only increases your chance of success. That does not mean that it is going to always pan out the way you want it to. And I think the dangerous thing with that is I expect things to always turn out the way I want them to, Mm. right? I do, 
and I maybe get a little disappointed when things don't. But I think if you go into it with, I've prepared my best, I am ready, I can and I will do it. It is just a, it's a confidence booster and it's just putting that jet fuel on that jet pack. And I think that I'd rather use to fly with than, doubt, it doesn't, doubt does not make good fuel to fly. I don't want a lack of confidence with anything. And, you know, you see it with, like, you know, Han Solo is just maybe the most confident character. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> things just, you know, I identify just work out so many times. And a lot of it is just dumb luck. But a lot of it is just confidence in oneself, that irrational confidence. Yeah, you just do it. You just go with it. You take that leap of faith. As you said, you can, the belief that you can and you will. Once you start with that, that's, you know, when I am wake up in the mornings, I try to manifest my day and I, I, I take time to speak existence into the things that I want. And I'll start by affirming that I will get everything I want to achieve, achieve everything I want to achieve today. I'll hit all my targets. Even if I don't, at least I tried to, I made the effort mm -hmm. to, to get there. And I believed that I could. If I wake up and say, oh man, I can't get to all that. I got so much. Then, then I've already lost yeah yeah you know one of the things that i started doing about five years ago i started uh, doing journals in the morning mm -hmm. like a five minute journal in the morning and i got this from tim ferris uh, i may or may not have mentioned this before one of the pawns but in the journal i do three and i've said this to, to friends of mine to those close to me and just people who know me uh before but i don't think i've said it publicly but there are three categories that i do in the journal one is what would make today great? And I list three things that would make the day great. The second category is I am grateful for. And I write three things that I am grateful for. And then the third category is I am. And it's an affirmation. I am this. I am that. Uh, just speaking positive affirmations. So one and three are very much linked together in terms of manifestation or just kind of affirmation. You know, the first one is what would make today great? And I say, today would be great if I do this. Today will be great when I do this. And there's a big difference. Even saying it, there's a difference. You know, today will be great if this happens. That feels like I'm giving up some control. And we know that control is an illusion. I get that. But when I say today will be great when I, dude, it just, it, it completely changes my mindset. Because uh, from the beginning now, I'm already, I've already accomplished it. I've already won. And the third thing, the I am it's an affirmation. It's telling myself I am this, you know, I, I am whatever, the, whatever I decide to write down. And that gives me the fuel to get it done. So when Yoda says, do or do not, there is no try. To me, that's how I approach my day. I'm going to get this done. I will get this done. I will accomplish this. And I don't leave room for much error. I don't leave room for an outcome that is undesirable. Whether that outcome happens or not, for me, I'm going into it expecting a win. Yeah. Mentally, you have to lock in. Mentally lock in. I find when you, you mentally commit, it gives you the the drive to, to see it through. For me, anyway, when I commit to something, that's when I find I have the most uh, resiliency and the most strength. As we know, things don't always pan out the way we want them to. That's just life. But I think as long as you commit to the goal, then you're okay. And it's mental. 
right? A lot of things are mental. And you said it there, you know, we can't control everything and, and things aren't going to work out the way we want them to. But those are variables that we can't control. So for me, what I try and do is focus on what I can mm -hmm. and execute that as much as possible. And what I certainly can do is I can control my effort and I can control my mindset. Mm -hmm. Those are the two things I can control. In Total Titans, there's a quote from a cyclist, a famous cyclist, and he says that when he is going through a tough time, he says to himself, tonight I'll be in my bed, tonight I'll be in my bed. And it's just a, you know, just a mantra he likes to say, because essentially it's just saying, this is temporary. What's happening right now is temporary. I will get through it. And that's what the do or do not, there is no try means to me. It's just like, push through. This, these 20 seconds in a 24-hour day are nothing. When I'm working out, that's the same mindset that I have as well. I mean, I use mama mentality, but uh, it's more or less the same thing. <laughs> Just do what you have to do, commit to your goal, execute. And that's actually one of Kobe's most used words is execute. See the goal through and execute. And also people find that, you know, attractive. I don't, I don't mean necessarily romantically. I mean, people are drawn to that. People are drawn to, I will get this done. Yeah, right? who wants to follow a, a, a waffler? Nobody. <laughs> mealy, mealy mouth. Yeah, like, no, no. I'm, not, I'm not riding behind. You know, if I'm on the team, whether it's sports or it's business, whatever it is, I'm not going to ride with somebody who is like, oh, I don't know if we can do this. No, like <laughs> I'm inspired by people who believe, even if we don't, even if we don't achieve. Again, half the battle is believing that you can't. Believe me, you will. Yeah. I, I think that makes a big difference. And it does inspire people. I think people are very much inspired. But I think that's why I also love the line. It's because it just provides this strength and this mindset of I will get it done. And I know that people who work with me or for me in the past or whatever the case is, that confidence, that belief is infectious. You know, you go for a bike ride or you go to do something. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can ride a bike or I don't know if I can swim. I don't know if we can make it. I don't know if we can do it. If you're like, we can we will. It inspires that. People are inspired by confidence. People are inspired by hope. As you said, no one's inspired by, oh, maybe, mm -hmm. maybe we'll see. It's true. And that's, I think that's why all part of also part of why I love that line is because there are two sides to it. There's a the person delivering it. And then there's the person who needs to hear it. And a lot of times people need to hear that. Mm -hmm. So many times I've need to hear, needed mm -hmm. to hear that, that mm -hmm. you can, you, you will get through this. In the famous words of uh, is it Bill Withers, lean on me, right? So, well, how many times do I tell you, bro? I tell you that all the time. Okay, get personal here for a second. I find that that's my default. My default is, and you tell me if I'm wrong, but my default is we're going to do it. I'm going to get it done. It is unstoppable. You know, I definitely take the sledgehammer approach to things, right? If there's something in front of me, I'm just going to knock it down and. I love this Rihanna song. It's not a well-known Rihanna song, but it was on a soundtrack for um, a Star Trek movie, mm -hmm. and it's called Sledgehammer. And essentially, the the lyrics are, you're just another brick and I'm a sledgehammer. And that's how I tend to approach things. It's like, it's an obstacle in front of me. I'm going to just knock it down. And I try to share that with you. I think that's my mindset. Do you find that you have a similar mindset? Because I felt like at times, and maybe I'm wrong, I'm like, oh yeah, you can do it. I feel like, I don't know if you doubt. I don't know if you doubt yourself, but out of the two of us, I am. I'm probably much more the like, you know, bulldozer. We're gonna get this done. But maybe that's just by nature of being an older brother. Uh, yeah, no, for the most part, yeah. But I honestly, I think I was just lazy. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie. I, mm. Laziness has has plagued me um, 
used to plague me throughout my life, but um, that's why I attached myself to people who inspired me, you know, whether it be you or, or Malcolm X or Kobe. Um, wow, I'm getting thrown in the Malcolm X Kobe tier. Well, you know what? <laughs> you don't have to be you don't have to be a celebrity to be inspirational. Yeah, you know that's that's yeah. just the way it it works. Everything has, as I've said so many times on on our episodes, that everything has a catalyst, and I think as long as you're a catalyst for good change, you don't have to be a celebrity. No, of course. So, but yeah, I, I, that's the approach I take. Like, I think often when I'm, when I'm playing sports, that's where my, that's where my Mamba mentality comes out. And I, and I usually take the lead and I'm the one delivering those speeches in the huddle. I actually thrive. I love, love giving speeches and stuff in, in huddles and inspiring people. Why do you think that you don't take that approach or maybe not don't, but I found maybe when we were growing up, and maybe less now. But why do you think that maybe on on the sports field, in the field, or on the court, you would take that approach? But maybe life and other things, you're probably a little bit more laid back. You know, I I, I think because I think a lot of people have this problem where they can't visualize. I think that's what I maybe mm-hmm. I I have been susceptible to is I I wasn't able to. Sometimes you can't see the goal. So it's harder to work towards it. In sports, there is literally a goal: put yeah. the ball in the hoop, get the ball in the end zone, wh- you know, whatever it is. So it's easier to to visualize your end goal. But when you can't see your end goal, it's hard. You you think you're just running in place. But what I've learned over the years is that each step that you take towards what you want to achieve, now you can visualize it. It's each step. It's the journey instead of the actual end if you will and that's that's what it i think it's been for me is that i wasn't able to visualize where i wanted to be but now that i know now i can apply that do you write down your goals i do yeah i have a journal i'm looking at it right now yeah i write down my all the points i want to hit by day by by week by month by year that's crucial i think when you write it down and you see it you can visualize it as i just said if you, you can visualize it that's when you can manifest it even more. And uh, that's part of the process as well, for me anyway. When did you start doing that? And, and I love that you do. And just very quickly, I love, there's a, I heard someone say, if you think it, ink it. And I believe that because a lot of things can just stay in your head, right? And so that's why, you know, you talk about Yoda's line here. There is no, um, sorry, do or do not. There is no try. It's, don't just think it. Don't just have it in your head, but put it down on paper. A lot of people live in their head. Yeah. So put it down on paper, think it, but don't just think it, ink it. When did you start doing that? I honestly, I didn't start till maybe 2019, maybe so recently. Okay. It's been recent years. Mm-hmm. Consistently, maybe 2020. Have you noticed a change? Yeah, that's the thing is I, I've been late to the game. It's like, oh shit, I could have been doing this a whole a long time ago and the results. But I don't think you can beat yourself up about that. You just got to keep going. Yeah, and there's maybe no such thing as late. Uh, you know, I want to kind of touch on that when we get to um, another movie that we'll do down the road. If I may, even in, in this regard, I think Harrison Ford didn't start acting until he was 30 or something like that. Or he wasn't in Later. landing roles till he was 30. So there's no timetable for your success. People have pressure put upon themselves by society, by family members, by themselves. There's no timetable yeah. for success. You're in control of everything you you desire for the most part just based on your will there are outside forces that affect that obviously surely but if you can dedicate yourself 
to your goal and attack it and execute, you're halfway there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad because I've said this for a number of years and I don't think I've ever said it to you. I've said it about you, but I've never personally said it to you. I just think sometimes you just didn't have the fire, mm-hmm. you know? And I look at you, I'm like, this guy's got raw talent. Yeah. This, you know, my younger brother's got all the talent in the world, the most talented person I know. Darren, I think you can do anything. I think you can enter a room, you own a room. You want to be quiet, you can do that. You've got the height, you've got the looks, you've got, you are, for all intents and purposes, the total package. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you're like the prototype, you've got everything. But I just, growing up, I was like, you just don't have the fire that I'd want you to have. You know, I maybe don't have as much talent as you or you know, natural gifts, but I'm like, one thing I'm going to make up for it is I'm going to drive as far as I can. I'm going to max it out. Yeah. And even I've had to talk myself into it because sometimes it's just like, oh, you know, I kind of just want to chill out. Um, but I'm like, no, no, no. Like, there's a fire. There's a fire, man. Yeah. Right? And sometimes that, that spark doesn't come till whenever. That flame, there's, it comes from, from inside. Outside forces influence that, but it's up to the individual to keep it burning and to, to actually ignite it and to um, make it as big as possible. And so that's, that's been 100% my setback uh, throughout my life um, was just not giving enough effort, I think, and once I realized that, you know what, if I give my effort, because I, I, I've been confident my whole, my whole life, but that's, that's also can be a, a curse mm-hmm. to have the gifts can be a curse. I think fear also drives, drives me as well. Um, I wasn't really afraid of a lot of things because I knew that I could, but over the last few years, I've actually started to be afraid now that I won't attain all the things that I want. So it's like, oh shit, you know what? Let's let's do it's like the tortoise and the hare. That's the the analogy I'm thinking of. It's like, oh mm-hmm. let's 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 do this. Yeah, do or do not. There is no try. Just do it. You're gonna fail, big deal. But at least you'll fail swinging. At least you'll fail with an attempt. And that's not a failure, that's just a lesson, right? Mm-hmm. Why does a line matter in the movie? Uh it matters because this line matters in the film, uh, because well actually it matters in in the series, um, because Luke is is key. Luke is the key to a lot that happens, not just in this trilogy, but in now now that I know it's the subsequent <laughs> trilogy. Yeah. Um, and so not the subsequent. Yeah, not the subsequent. <laughs> the subsequent trilogy. But uh, yeah, without Luke, there there is no final push towards the the resistance, and mm-hmm. Yoda realizes this. Uh, Yoda knows this. And Obi-Wan is the one who really sees this as well. I think that a lot of people need that mentor, need that teacher, Mm -hmm. need that person Mm -hmm. to, as we said, push them towards, you know, their destiny or towards what they they're seeking their goals. Luke in that training session is kind of like waffling. He's like, ah, I can't do this. I I Mm -hmm. don't know if I can. And Yoda just says straight up. Do or do not. There is no try. If you don't, you're not going to be able to save your uh, your friends and those that you care about. You're not going to be able to stop the empire. You're not going to be able to prove your worth. Be a Jedi. Yeah, I, I think you hit on the head. And 
I love the I love that you said it doesn't just matter in the film, it matters in the entire series. Some people are raw material and they have the possibilities, they have the talent, they have the potential, but they need to be crafted or they don't necessarily believe in themselves. And there's a lot of people like that. And we've talked about this before. You know, the question I, I ask people is, you know, what are you passionate about? What do you want to do? Not what do you do, not what do you do for a living? I don't care about that. I've said this before, not to be a broken record, but a lot of people have dreams and desires or goals or want to do something bigger, but they don't necessarily believe in themselves. So I think you're right. That's why the mentor is, is important. Or if you've set upon that path, as Luke is setting upon this path now, he is now embracing that role, but he still hasn't fully embraced it yet. And there are trials and tribulations you need to go through before you get to what you need to be or who you're supposed to be, right? As Mark Twain says, or the two most important times in your life or the day you're born and the day you find out why. And so for Luke, he he's he's a humble person, right? He doesn't have the bravado that Han Solo has. He doesn't have the bravado that others have. He's filled with humility. With humility sometimes comes, I don't know if I can do it, but there's a lot of, that doesn't mean you're not powerful. There's a lot of powerful people I know who are humble. And Luke is a very powerful person. We know this, he, the force is strong within him. They say all the time, but that doesn't come with arrogance or brashness. He's the perfect person to have that yeah. is because he's humble. And so it matters because Yoda has to push him a little bit, right? He doesn't have to rein him in, yeah. right? But he has to push him to be like, hey, you can do this. Do this, you can, right? And so, <laughs> so he has to do that. I think that's why it matters is because... Then when you see in the subsequent trilogies, yeah. Luke is like, Luke knows he's the man, yeah. you know? And he actually, I'll kind of compare it to Neo in The Matrix. Mm -hmm. Throughout the entire time in The Matrix, Neo is like, he doubts himself. Am I the one? You are the one. I've been told I'm the one. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know. And then there's the moment when you're like, no, 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 I am. Right. And yeah. Morpheus is Neo's Yoda for the most part. Yeah. And so you need that. I think you need I think that's why it matters in the film is because in order for you to get to the next level, Luke to get to the next level had to be pushed. And Yoda's here pushing him. He's here telling him, You're not good enough yet. You will get there. Stick with me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But he at least wants it and he wants it mm -hmm. for the, the right reasons. Uh, I think that's where his uh his father kind of um stumbled mm. because he was eager to mm -hmm. have all this power and, mm -hmm. and, and he's, he was teetering and it can go either way you know there you can be part of the dark side or you can join the light and that's the problem is with having a lot of power is that one push in the wrong direction and there you go and yoda knows this too he, he knows the name mm -hmm. skywalker he knows what comes with that and he knows that he has the potential to veer off the path. And so he's very careful with that. And so it matters because Luke needs to be filled with the confidence, but he needs to have the confidence without, have, without having the arrogance, without having mm -hmm. the, um, you know, the brashness. Mm -hmm. And then also, as you said, no one wants to be behind someone who isn't confident and so when Luke has that, he then can become a better leader. Yeah. Right? Um, you know, also, to quickly put a, a bookend on this, or button on this, rather, is 
when Yoda raises the ship in that scene, right? And demonstrates to Luke, this is what it looks like. That's also important. I think people need to see that it can be done. And then they can say, oh, I can do it. But they need to maybe see that there's a possibility. Some people need to see that that it is a possibility. Yeah. Not everybody's a pioneer. No. Let's get into our other categories. Let's get into uh, some lines in the film. What do you got? Okay. Uh, I like... (laughs) We talked about Han Solo a bit. (laughs) Harrison Ford is just the perfect person to play this this role. There's a part where I believe they're heading into the asteroid field. Uh, What are you doing? You're not actually going into an asteroid field. They'd be crazy to follow us, wouldn't they? You don't have to do this to impress me. Sir, the possibility of successfully navigating an asteroid field is approximately 3,720 to 1. Never tell me the odds. (laughs) I I, I clocked that one, too. That one's funny as hell to me, just because a lot of people like that. It's like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead in. If I don't know what I'm up against, it doesn't affect my performance. Mm -hmm. Coaches in sports love to use this every time at the end of a half. Uh, whether they're up by 40 or, or down by 40, what's the score? Zero, zero. Yeah. That's coaches love to say, <laughs> zero, zero. Yeah. Yeah. So it kind of just levels the playing field. That's important because it helps with confidence. If you don't think something's insurmountable, then it won't be. Great one. I, I clocked that as well. And I, and yeah. You know, I, I kind of like take that with like when I've been riding the Peloton lately, I try not to look at my stats. And interesting thing that happened the other day, I just wasn't like too in the zone, but I had to get my ride in. I think it was my second ride of the day or something. And I was just, I was like, I'm not going to look at the stats. I'm just going to do it. And then what I found, I was like, oh, wow, I just hit a personal record. Right. Mm-hmm. And the same thing when I used to do CrossFit is, you know, trainers would be like, oh, you're so much stronger than you think. And I'd be like, I've never lifted that weight. I can't do that. Right. Or I'm like, I, are you sure that's safe? And then they're stacking it on, they're stacking it on. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is nothing. And so a lot of it is, listen, just don't tell me what it is. Don't tell me because it's just like why you say don't look down, right? Like just mm-hmm. just keep going. Uh, I don't want to know the, the risks or dangers because then you start second guessing. But just do it. Reckless yeah. abandonment. Uh, I got another one. This is from Yoda. It's energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, between. I like it. I like it a lot because it lets, I think it says there's a lot of light within us. We all have this light. And I think what happens sometimes is that we, we know that we judge others uh, on the external, on the surface level. But a lot of people have light within them and they just don't get to show it they don't get to share it or it doesn't get to shine and i think i thought that was a really beautiful line to be honest with you i thought it was really beautiful mm-hmm. uh, and now that i think about it it could have been one of the lines we chose um it's not the most iconic line but i love it because it reminds us that we all have special things within us i thought that was pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah it, it reminds us that even if we find ourselves walking down a path that we don't necessarily want to or or are familiar with in the darkness it reminds us that we we do have goodness in us i think it's important to remember that always that 
even when you are in a moment of say anger or an emotion that has a negative connotation or acts that are negative, you can still turn it around and it still exists within you. Uh, I think we also have to add <laughs> that that's that's it's not a line, but that's that's like one of the most iconic. Uh, no, there's a, a line that follows it. Obi Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, I am your father. This was, I mean, this must have been mind-blowing when people first saw it in the theater. They must have just lost their shit. But it's a big line. I think it's one of the biggest lines in the history. It is one of the biggest lines in the history of cinema, without a doubt. It's, it's yeah, by yeah. far one of the most quoted lines. I would argue it is probably a top five line quoted. It's parodied to hell. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it, it's a literal line, you know, where he's like, I am your father. But I also think just the... The implication of that line is so big in that all that you sometimes think you know can be shattered very quickly. And I think that's mm-hmm. that's why that line stands out to me is because, you know, we walk into things or we walk around this world with a belief system or a sense of we know what we know. But that's all you do. All you do is know what you know. Sometimes things will come around and just unsettle and blow away the things that you thought you knew. That can be disturbing, that can be uh, depressing, that can be enlightening, can be a lot of different things. But I think you have to be open to any possibility because your world will be rocked if you go into things like, I know everything. I think that, you know, I'm your father. It shocks shocks Luke to the core. He's like, wait, how can this guy be my dad? You know? Yeah, I was told different. I was told different. I thought different. This guy's not a great guy. But, you know, you do with that information what you will. But there are things that are going to upset you or things that are going to inspire you. There are things that are going to be said to you, brought into your life that you definitely have not prepared yourself for. And you've got to learn how to uh, how to cope with them, good or bad. Mm-hmm. What else you got? Uh, so, <laughs> uh, you know who is always right? And it's, it's kind of a testament to a lot of things that uh, I've heard in my life is Leia for the most part, seems to always be right. Leia's right a lot. <laughs> she's, you know, she's, she's really the backbone behind this, you know? Yeah, Luke is key to what's going on, but Leia, she's the driving force. She's wise. She yeah. is not uh, rash. She... <laughs> no. She's not meek at all. She's, no, she's, you know, she, no, no. She's no. very... She's strong as hell. No, she she's not... Forget being the princess. She's like... She commands people. She's commanding. She's a force. And rewatching this again, I was like, yo, Leia's a force. And then you see it in subsequent sequels as well, how much of a force she is. But she, you're right. She's not a meek character and not a meek actor, but she really does command the attention. And, you know, you see that in lines like, I don't know where you get your delusions, laser brain. You know, and I, yeah. I, I just, I, I love her confidence. I love that. I love her just, she doesn't back down. Uh, here's a line I love from our boy, Darth Vader. He is as clumsy as he is stupid. <laughs> Dude, when I heard it, it really stood out to me 
because you think about it, sometimes people don't do things maliciously, right? Sometimes people are just dumb or just clumsy. And you, you ever meet one of those people that are just, they, they don't have any ill intent. They just maybe just can't, they just it's trip just over a, themselves. Yeah. They use that a lot in, in films is the, the clumsy idiot who kind of just fumbles everything. And, but yeah, it's, it's funny. <laughs> I remember that line too. It's jokes. Uh, anything else you got? I think I only had like one more. I didn't really write too many down. Yeah. Um, I think it said twice in the film, uh, once by Emperor, pa Emperor Palpatine and another time by Darth Vader in the end is, uh, search your feelings. You will know it to be true. Mm. Oh, you, so that's dude. That's powerful as hell. Dude, dude, yeah, you dropped a good one. Uh, I think that says everything you need to say. And I think sometimes, sorry, I'm stepping on your line here, but it just really hit me. I think sometimes we know how we feel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But we ignore it for whatever reason. Or, you know, I, I had a great, I heard a great line from Dexter and it applies to this line. Search your feelings, you know, you know this to be true. It was Harry, Dexter's dad, uh, I'll paraphrase, but long story short, this line I heard said, white lies are lies we tell other people to protect them. Rationalization is a lie we tell ourselves to protect ourselves. I love that because it applies here. Search your feelings, you know, to be true is sometimes we want to protect ourselves from knowing the truth or sometimes we want to protect ourselves from getting hurt or sometimes... You know, we just, we don't want to admit how we feel a certain way because we know that admitting that means that we're now vulnerable. Deep down, deep down, we know it's there. And a lot of times we do this uh, intentionally and, and unintentionally. We bury things. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I think maybe even in the previous uh, film, I think Luke says, you know, I felt something with him and his connection to, to Vader. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, Oftentimes we do this, we will bury something or we will ignore a feeling that we have when we know we should just address it. And, and if we address it, then we can be at peace and be at ease. Mm -hmm. Very true. Very true. I, I, such a powerful line, bro. Great poll. Great poll. Yeah. Search your feelings. And, and that's the thing. Some, and, but that just becomes being self-aware. And that, that's, I think, the importance of being introspective is sometimes you need to spend time with yourself. And I think one of the things that unfortunately we do now is we spend too much time with other people and spending time with other people is great. But I think you need to make sure you're also spending time with yourself to knowing your, to get to know yourself, learning about yourself and like, okay, why do I feel this way? And I try and answer that. Like, it's like, okay, why am I having this reaction? Why, why do I feel this way? And I think sometimes if we ask ourselves that before we move forward, then it will kind of help with any conflict or whatever we're kind of going through is, why does this hurt me? Why am I upset? Why am I sad? Why am I happy? Why am I excited? Ask these things. Search your feelings, and I think that will help you. Great pull. Yeah. Great pull. Let's get into our other category, kind of uh, winding down here. We talked about a new category that we, that we introduced, and uh, delivery. Uh, I mean, the delivery here is just perfect. Yeah. Yoda. I think because it comes from Yoda as well. Mm-hmm. The way he delivers it is so potent. Again, doesn't yell it. Mm -hmm. it's, it doesn't. It's just a matter of fact. But he also and stops him, like, right? Doesn't he? Like, yeah. He doesn't just be like, "Do or do not." There is no try. He's kind of like almost like a hey. He's almost like, yeah. 
I think the the delivery of a line, whether in film or in real life, when someone can say to you, "Hey," and just look at you and be like, "Hey," yeah, you know what I mean? It captures your attention, and and it really, it really just hits home a little bit more. So delivery was spot on. Uh, where do you rank the line? It's Hall of Fame line. Yeah, I think it's a Hall of Fame line. Yeah. I think within the, not just within the, um, the series. Uh, between all nine films uh, and other you know shows and stuff, I, I think it's it's top five for sure, for sure, in in the entire series. Uh, and then if you step outside of that within film, it's even it's still probably a top ten line. I would say perhaps uh, it's memorable for sure. Uh, I, I am your father. You know, it kind of gets more more play mm-hmm. in terms of the grand scheme of pop culture. But this one is, I think, the more more potent line, and the one that applies, I think, or can apply to the real world. You know, you're not mm-hmm. gonna walk around being like, "I am your father, Christine, Jack, John. I am your father." You're not gonna do that. Yeah. But I think you can inspire people with, "Hey, if you want to get it done, just do it." Like essentially, this is Nike, right? This is a. I was just about to say, just about to say the swoosh. Yeah, this is just do it, right? And just to kind of, uh, I think. Button this up. I, I was on a flight. I may be pulling a grandpa here and resharing a story, so I'll tell it quickly. On a flight, we we're about to take off. We were told that it was going to be a bumpy flight. The captain came out and told everyone, I know I've shared this before, told everyone in first class, hey, just want you to know, uh, these are the storms. He showed us on his iPad what was going on, where the storms were, and he was like, I'm gonna be going through this. I'll be going around it, but no matter what, I will get you there safely. And we will reach there. Dude, he could have said, we're going on a trip to Hades right now. And I would have been like, we good. Because of his confidence and his expertise. And he was experienced. I trusted this man. Because Mm -hmm. the way he said it, the way he delivered it. And he's like, we are going to get there. That says everything. So it's Hall of Fame. Yeah, you don't, you don't want a pilot that's like, you know, uh, I don't know if we're going to get through this. <laughs> you know, we're, we're going through a storm here. You know, there's a 50-50 chance. What? Uh, that's You want someone that instills confidence. Anytime someone you know, literally has their hands on the wheel <laughs> and, 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 and leading, you don't want someone who's going to just waffle. No, man. Re- reassure me. Even if you don't really believe it, just reassure me. We're going to do it. So. <laughs> it's true. I don't know if we can do it. I don't know, folks. Yeah, Don't get on the mic and say, you know, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the captain speaking. We're going to go through a rough patch. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, we might go down. What? <laughs> yeah, just it's true. You know, do or do not, there is no try. It's a Hall of Fame line. Did uh, <laughs> is there anything else you got? No, I think I think that's uh, that's all I got. Um, yeah. Well, is a storied franchise. There's so many films that we could choose, and so many lines we can choose, and I imagine we'll get to uh, some other good ones because there are some great uh, there are some great lines throughout this series. And Absolutely, from episode one all the way up until nine. Yeah, all the way. Uh, None by Jar Jar Binks. I don't think there are any good lines from Jar Jar. No, Jar Jar has some, has some, has some a couple of lines. Stop man. it. I'm not going to lie. Episode it. one has a couple of lines too. Stop it. Uh, so we'll, we'll no doubt revisit some good lines from subsequent, or as Darren likes to say, subsequent 
Uh, Star Wars world. It's a, it's a new way to say it. <laughs> I love you, bro. I'm starting it. I love you, bro. Um, all right, so for I Love That Line, I am Lawrence Anthony. Thank you for joining us. And I'm Darren Marcus Robinson. Do or do not, there is no try. <laughs>